you know you are capable of more because you have a burning desire to get the absolute most out of your career and life, to starve your fears, to follow your dreams, and to realize your true potential. And we are going to do that together. This is the Own Your Career, Own Your Life podcast. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Own Your Career podcast. I am your host, Andy Storch, and this is a show where we can come together to take control of our futures and, of course, own our careers and our lives. That is the mission that I'm on to own my own career and inspire more people around the world to do the same. What does it mean to own your career? It means taking full responsibility for everything that's going on in your career and in your life, both the opportunities and the challenges. It means getting really intentional with how you are spending your time, setting a vision, connecting to purpose, setting clear goals, and taking action on a regular basis to move yourself forward towards the life and career that you want. And it means overcoming fear, overcoming objections, overcoming challenges, and developing a resilient ownership mindset and a growth mindset to help you keep trying new things, follow your curiosity, and discover what you are maybe born or made to be doing and realize that you're going to need to pivot along the way, that things are going to change and that's okay, but you are owning it. You're not waiting for someone else to tell you what to do. You're not operating in reaction mode as many people are and that you're not drifting through your career, waiting for something to happen, blaming other people, or acting like a victim when things don't go your way. You own your career. You take full responsibility. And you know that if things are not going that well, that it's up to you. If you're not that happy, that it's up to you. If you don't feel that fulfilled in your career, that it's up to you. If you didn't get that promotion or that job you wanted, it's up to you to go figure out how to get the next opportunity to set your goals, to find out what you need to do to improve next time, to find out who can help you, uh, to invest in yourself both time and money to get things done and truly own your career. And that's what this podcast is about. That's what my book is about. If you haven't gotten a copy, it's called Own Your Career, Own Your Life. It's available on Amazon. You can also get the audiobook on Audible if you like listening to my voice. And it tends to be motivating to some people, I guess. Uh, to others, maybe it's grading. I'm not really sure. Um, if you like to read physical books like me, you can go grab the paperback or the hardback on Amazon. If you like to read on Kindle, it's there on Kindle. It's in the Kindle Unlimited subscription. If you have that, you can go read it there. And if you like audiobooks, it's on Audible. And of course, I'm sharing almost all of the content from the book for free on this podcast as well. If you want to just hang out and wait for that to come out episode by episode, I'm fine with that as well. I just want you to listen, to learn, and to take action to own your career. Now, so far in this Own Your Career series we've been doing, we've been talking about what it means to own your career. We finished the first section of the book, which is all about owning your career, setting the vision, connecting to purpose, uh, setting goals, taking responsibility, getting help. Uh, and then we transitioned to the second part of the book, which is about preparing for the future. In our last episode, I talked about the future of work and how things are changing. The pace of change is faster than it's ever been before and why we need to be doing things to prepare for the future. And there are three main things we need to be doing to prepare for future success, to prepare for future opportunities and future challenges, and really set ourselves up for future success. And today's chapter is about that first one, which is investing in continuous learning. The other two are building your network and building your personal brand. So let's talk about investing in continuous learning. I'm going to read along through chapter eight in my book, Own Your Career, Own Your Life, that is all about investing in continuous learning with some commentary in between. So investing in continuous learning. If you are not growing, you might be doing the opposite. 
I firmly believe that humans have a need and capacity to keep learning throughout our lives. And as I already said, the business world is always changing. So if you're not investing time in learning new things like trends, methods, rules, best practices, etc., you might be falling behind or you might even be disrupted. Many people think they are done learning once they finish school, like college, master's degree, etc. Uh, but I think that's just the beginning. And the most successful people are the ones who continue to invest in learning throughout their careers. By the way, I think the days of getting a college degree or a master's degree and working in that same field for 40 years and then retiring and being successful the whole time, I think those days are over. I think you might agree with me on that. Uh, things are changing all the time. And so we've got to be able to keep up with the latest trends, latest technologies, latest changes, latest rules, etc. And that's why we've got to be learning all the time. Now, in the book, I encourage people to be like a doctor or an accountant. Uh, in the talks that I give on preparing for your next career change, I often advise people to be more like a doctor or accountant. Why? Because unlike many other professionals, doctors and accountants have continuous learning requirements. They must spend a certain number of hours learning each year to keep up with the latest rules, regulations, trends, and best practices. There are quite a few professions like doctor, nurse, lawyer, architect, accountant, tax preparer, social workers, etc. that require continuous learning. The same day I was writing this section, my neighbor, uh, Mark, stopped by and mentioned he was spending his week doing his continuous learning. He's an architect uh, required to keep his license. But unlike his job as an architect, most jobs and professions do not require continuous learning. Some professions like HR have certifications that require continuous learning, but those certifications are optional and more like badges of honor than requirements to do the job. And if you work in HR, you know this, right? It's, it's good to get those credits. Uh, but you don't need them to continue working. There's not a license that you have to keep up on your wall. But I want people to be feel more like there is. For most people, learning and improvement are provided by an employer or not done at all. The majority of us wait for someone else to tell us what to do or learn or even refuse these opportunities when they're offered. There are no requirements, so they go through their careers hoping their knowledge and job stays relevant. We already talked about that earlier. It's not going to happen. But we already know from our conversation about how work is changing that those who don't choose to invest in learning are doomed to fall behind and potentially become obsolete. Luckily, you are not most people. You are not only doing the minimum required or waiting for your boss to tell you what to do, you are ready to take the initiative and keep learning to prepare for the future of work. Now, you need to prioritize learning because life is busier than ever. There's an endless list of things to do. Emails never stop coming in, text messages, social media, and then of course you have life and family. And unless you prioritize time and make time for learning, it's probably not gonna happen. There are some great companies out there that encourage their employees to take time out from work or to improve, but I've found those companies are few and far between, and that's why it's up to you to take responsibility for your learning and growth. It's up to you to find the best knowledge and methods for learning so that you can continue to learn, grow, and improve, and be qualified for the jobs of the future. It's up to you to block time and make it a habit and figure out when you're gonna do that learning. So how do you keep learning when you have so many other things to do? You have to make it a priority. That means it's more important than other things and you schedule time to get it done. Because if you don't prioritize it or schedule it, then it's probably not gonna get done and you're probably gonna fall behind, right? And trust me, I know there will always be more urgent things to do than sit down and read a book, listen to a podcast, etc. But just because those things seem urgent does not make them more important. And the problem with something like reading a book and learning is that it falls in the category of important but not urgent. So there will always be things that are more urgent. And I feel this all the time. I've developed this habit of reading every morning for the most part. Um, but just this morning... You know, a side note, 
I didn't read early in the morning. I did some other things. I did some work. Then I went to the gym and I got back to my house and it was only 8.15 and I felt this pull to go start work. I usually start around nine o'clock, but I said, no, I'm going to, I was 8.30, I think. I'm going to sit down and read a book for 20 minutes before I start work. And that's exactly what I did. I sat down and read for a few minutes before I started my work day. And that way, at least I got some reading and got some learning in. I also listened to a podcast later. Um, Now, earlier I mentioned this idea of important uh, or urgent, but not important or important, but not urgent. Uh, This comes from something called the Eisenhower Matrix. Uh, If you've heard of the Eisenhower Matrix, you know that the work and learning we are talking about fall into the important not urgent quadrant. Uh, President Dwight D. Eisenhower invented this matrix, and it was later popularized by Stephen Covey in his book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, to help him and others plan and prioritize which actions to focus on. Um, And if you can imagine this matrix, which is on the x-axis, is the level of urgency, high or low, and on the y-axis is the level of importance from non-important to important. And uh, basically, you know, most people spend their time in the urgent column, uh, whether it's important or not important, especially important and urgent, but even not important things, if they're urgent, right? Like you've got this big important project to work on, but you just got an email or a text message about something that's not that important, but it's more urgent, it's in your face, people end up responding to those. Um, And what Eisenhower was showing and what Covey said was most people spend the bulk of their time in the urgent quadrants, which means they're almost always reacting to requests and putting out metaphorical fires. But as Eisenhower and Covey would tell you, these are not the best places to be. The best place to spend your time are in the important quadrants and specifically the important not urgent quadrant where you can give ample time to important things without feeling rushed. Uh, I would put continuous learning in this important not urgent quadrant. Like no one's ever going to be standing over you going, you need to learn today. You need to get this done. Like you need to read a book in the next week or the next month, right? No, no. Rarely is that going to happen. Um, it's always going to be non-urgent, but it's, it's still just as important. Let's talk about sharpening the saw. We know the world of work is constantly changing and it's important to invest in continuous learning, but I know there will always be urgent things uh, that pop up. So I want to share a story with you. And I share this story sometimes in my keynotes. Um, it was in the book and it was uh, also popularized in Stephen Covey's book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And it he didn't make the story up either. Um, supposedly Abraham Lincoln used to tell this story. So maybe you've heard this before. Two lumberjacks decided to have a competition to see who could cut down more trees and saw up more wood in a day. The first lumberjack started cutting and never stopped for the rest of the day. The second lumberjack stopped every hour for 15 minutes. The first lumberjack kept hearing his competitor stopping and became very confident he would win. But at the end of the day, the second lumberjack had cut way more wood down. How can that be? I heard you stop several times while I continued to cut the entire day, exclaimed the first lumberjack. And the second lumberjack replied, I was stopping to rest and sharpen my saw and was able to cut more wood as a result, replied the second. Now, as I mentioned, this story was popularized in Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And in the book, the seventh habit is called Sharpen the Saw because, as Covey explains, it's important for us to stop and rest, renew, learn, and connect with others. And doing these things will help us be more productive. According to Covey, renewal is the principle and the process that empowers us to move on an upward spiral of growth and change of continuous improvement. We must never become too busy sawing to take time to sharpen the saw, end quote. 
In this case, the saw is a metaphor for learning, obviously resting and generally taking time away from work. It may seem counterintuitive at times, but taking time out to learn, rest, or exercise can often make us more productive. And if you don't believe Stephen Covey, we can go back even further. As I said earlier, Abraham Lincoln famously said, quote, give me six hours to cut down a tree and I will spend the first four hours sharpening the ax. Lincoln also knew the importance of taking time to prepare, learn, and rest. As you can see, you must sharpen your saw by learning and resting too. So the big two questions you need to answer are one, what methods will you use to sharpen your saw? And two, when will you make time to sharpen your saw? So let's talk first about the methods. There's a lot of methods out there you can use to sharpen the saw. I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole of all of these, but uh, we talked about reading books. You could be reading books, blogs, articles, white papers, etc., magazines, uh, Wall Street Journal, all that stuff you could be reading on a regular basis to help educate you. Uh, I love reading books on many subjects, including and especially business and personal development. Um, and I've, I've mentioned many books in my book, if you're looking for more books to read. Um, you can listen to audiobooks, listen to podcasts like this one, listen to audio classes. Um, and if you don't, have, so if you don't have much time, you can be listening to things on the go. Uh, I now host three podcasts The Talent Development Hot Seat, this show, and My NFT Journey. If you haven't checked that one out and you're interested in NFTs, go check that out. Uh, and I listen to a bunch of other podcasts because I always want to be learning what's going on in the world. So if I'm out walking somewhere, I probably have earbuds in. I'm probably listening to a podcast. Um, you can take online courses or watch videos. There are thousands of online courses you can take. LinkedIn is a popular platform called LinkedIn Learning, which came from its acquisition of lynda.com in 2015. YouTube has tutorials on just about everything. Uh, if you ask people where to go to learn how to fix something in their house, that's, YouTube is probably where they're going to go most of the time. Um, and we have a course available, right? An online course, Own Your Career course on my website, ownyourcareerownyourlife.com if you want to take your learning deeper on this topic, right? And get better at owning your career. We've got the book, we've got the podcast, and I have an online course as well. If you're ready to invest in yourself, ownyourcareerownyourlife.com is the website. There's also bonus resources on there as well. You can attend conferences. You can go to regular classes. You can attend seminars. I've done tons of that. You can also take your online learning the next level by attending, you know, some of these things. Uh, you know, some of that stuff went on hold during COVID, but a lot of it's coming back both in person and virtual. Uh, I went to a conference not that long ago in London, flew all the way over from the States to attend. It was a great experience. I'm going to more in May of this year and more coming up, I think, in September and later in the year. Uh, so there's all kinds of stuff going on. I've been to seminars from Tony Robbins and others. Uh, there's also formal education. When people want to make a big pivot in their careers or improve their resume to qualify for higher levels of leadership. The classic method has always been to go back to school and earn an advanced degree. And while there may be many more options and some people don't agree with this, some people do agree with this. I got an MBA. Um, you know, you got to choose what's right for you, but that is another option as well. And this can be done virtually sometimes. Uh, this option requires probably the biggest investment in both time and money. So you'll want to consider your options carefully. Uh, when I was 25, I felt like my career wasn't going anywhere and needed a change, and I decided traditional education was my best option, so that is when I went back to school and got my MBA. Uh, it cost me three years and $90,000, but I felt like the investment was well worth it for the things I learned, the friends I made, and what it did for my career. I'm glad I did that. Uh, that might be the right way for to go for you, or it might be something else, but just make sure that you are learning on a regular basis. Uh, there's also hybrid options, and then there's social media, of course, like uh, so much on social media. You can learn from people. LinkedIn is my favorite. Um, but I'm also on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, even a little TikTok. 
And you can learn from people. I, I just heard about a woman who had become a sensation on TikTok teaching Excel. So TikTok is not just all like, you know, dog videos and teenagers goofing around. Like you, there's serious stuff on there. You can be learning in fun ways. Um, so if you're trying to learn about a subject, check it out. I need to do a better job with that because I haven't been on TikTok very much, but I want to check out some of those things. Um, as I mentioned, I'm on LinkedIn all day, every day being in the corporate space. So just figure out where are you going to sharpen your saw? Like what are you going to be doing to continue to feed your mind? And then when and how will you sharpen your saw? So you are sharpening your saw now by listening to this podcast, but it won't matter unless you make a plan and continue to take action. So there's no shortage of content out there. The biggest hurdle that often gets in the way is making time to do it. So uh, you got a lot going on. You're working on multiple projects. Your boss keeps assigning new work and the emails never stop coming in, not to mention all the calls, texts, et cetera. Who has time for learning? Tell me about it. I'm hosting three podcasts. I'm trying to get this done. Um, I'm right there with you. I live and work in the modern world too. The big secret I've discovered is that you've got to make time for learning. So for some people, that might be lunch breaks on Fridays or evenings after work. I'm a big fan of the morning routine, early morning routine. So I make time to read books every morning for about 15 to 20 minutes. As I mentioned, I did this morning. Uh, it's not a ton of time, but it adds up, right? Over time, I read 15 minutes a morning and I end up reading 25 plus books a year. Um, and I used to read two books a year before I started doing that. Uh, you can also use your commute, your dog walking, your gym time to listen to podcasts or learn. Um, I have many friends who use their long commutes to listen to audiobooks. The average American spends about an hour commuting each day. Well, that was before COVID. I don't know what it is now. Um, most people are listening to like the morning zoo or something, right? But you could be learning during that time. If you have a commute or uh, you want to get more exercise, do more dog walking, you could be uh, learning during that time, right? You could start a book club with colleagues. Taking classes takes more dedication and investment, right? But you could uh, dedicate time to that. Taking online classes just makes sure you block time for studying and doing this stuff. Um, all right, now it's your turn. It's up to you. How and when will you prioritize continuous learning? Which methods will you use? Books, podcasts, courses, videos, conferences, etc. And when will you do it? Take a moment to reflect and write down some ideas in your journal if you have one handy. And can you schedule in a daily or weekly habit to read, learn, and reflect? I promise that if you do, it will pay dividends for your career and your life like it has for me and continues to do for me. Uh, and so I want you to do it too. So we'll talk about habits. Old habit is spending all your time in reaction mode and leaving no time for learning. And new habit is blocking time each day or week for reading and learning to help you prepare for the future. Remember that continuous learning is an important but not urgent category. No one's ever going to be standing over you, yelling at you to make sure you get your learning done. They just want people just want their projects etc. So you've got to make time for it or it's not going to happen. So I appreciate you listening to this podcast. I know you are dedicated to owning your career and your life. We have more resources on the website, ownyourcareerownyourlife.com. Click on bonus resources. There are free resources there like the five ways to own your career, the top five most common career mistakes people make, and my morning routine. If you're curious about it, is right there on the website. You can also buy the book if you haven't gotten it so far. Uh, and even check out our online course. So go check it out at ownyourcareerownyourlife.com. Thank you for listening. Next week, come on back. We're going to be talking about building your network, one of my favorite topics. Let's go.